Hello, everyone. Frank and Darren back in this Lord Movie Podcast. Darren, Deep Rising, one of our favorite creature movies. You and I actually bonded over this the first time we started talking. That and a fish yeah. called Wanda. And... <laughs> Where the reason why we're doing this, actually, it's kind of sim- it's kind of symbolic. Fish called Wanda and Deep <laughs> Rising. You can actually put two of those together. Imagine a big Wanda fish eating a boat. Um, but the reason why we're doing this is because we're paying homage to uh, who, we, who we lost tragically a few weeks ago, Treat Williams. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's very sad, very sad. And also, because we may be able not to do it, we may not think of it. Also, sending our uh, condolences to Julian Sands. Who's yeah. not deep rising? He's already decomposing. <laughs> Too soon? I don't know. I never met the guy. <laughs> Have you met him? He, he he lived in California, but he was uh, he's, he's a fellow Brit, isn't he? You got the same surname as me, so um, there's not many of us around. So oh, that's right. <laughs> there may be. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, have you ever had the pleasure of meeting any of those two? Um, no, I haven't. Um, mm. But, you know, I always kind of was attracted to, to, to Treat Williams in everything that he's done. Hair, <laughs> hair, you know, deep rising. There was a lot. I even enjoyed him in Chicago Fire recently as well. And the substitute um, movies. Yeah, substitute. He was in all the sequels, wasn't he? Yeah. It's kind of a shame that he never... Never quite made it. I think he got more acclaim in his early days than he did of late. And he had them kind of leading man good looks and everything, but always found himself in sort of cheesy B-movies and that. Yeah. Um, he wasn't a bad actor at all. No, not at all. Um, I, th- I, I said this before on a live stream, and I don't want to kind of speak ill of him or anything. I just don't think he had the voice. That's where I think is missing. I think his voice was kind of too squawky and high-pitched. For, he seemed like um, a man for Broadway. Yeah, yeah. For the theater. It, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I just, but, you know, Deep Rising is my favorite film of his. I thought he carried it off so well as a kind of, you know, um, 80, was it 80s, 90s? Or early yeah. Two? Well, yeah. What early, year was it? No, I get mixed 90, up with this. 98? 98. Okay, I get mixed up with this sometimes and, and Deep Star 6 and uh, with Miguel Ferrer and then, and then Leviathan. Right, and there was yeah. a kind of little kind of you know uh, uh run of those kind of underwater monster films wasn't there yeah like um, the movies i watch called like deep penetration um dp yeah, dp <laughs> deep need yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah i know what you mean because he could have been the han solo if he wanted to yeah if he well, just didn't, had didn't he audition he did he's so he was he he could pass for a han solo yeah if he wanted absolutely to. he is and i hate to say this guys just passed away he was a kind of dollar store harrison ford mm. but we loved him for that yes we absolutely loved him it, it, you know and and to go to die you know, how old was he 68 or something 71 71 when he died 71 and to go like that in a tragic accident was sad. Anyway, let's celebrate him. Let's let's stop yep. getting all maudling. Let's oh. let's celebrate the guy. One of the good movies uh, that he was in is, I think, one of uh, Chris Stanley's cosplay Chris's favorite movies, and the the Phantom with Billy Zane. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that film. I, I that you know what? It's an obscure. It's not it's not an obscure film because it has some names in there, but Treat Williams as the uh, the head gangster. 
he he was a great bad yeah. guy. Oh yeah, yeah, great bad yeah. guy. And it must yeah. have been a terrific dad because he looks like one of those guys that's a family man. Um, <laughs> but let's uh, let's start with uh, your best character for Deep Rising. I've got to say, um, I've got to say, uh, Treat himself, John Finnegan. Mm-hmm. I think I you, know, and, uh, you know, you uh, know, tough, charismatic, got the one-liners. Um, you know, somebody to get behind, somebody to rally behind in this film. Um, some glorious set pieces in this thing, even though it was in the kind of early days of CG. Um, and I, I think it holds up well. I really do. I think it, it rockets along. And, you know, he's kind of a... Uh, what would you call him? He's just a kind of... Um, uh, he's a mercenary, right? Uh, kind of like would, a. Would you say he's a mercenary though, or is he just like a courier? He's a transporter. A tra- yeah, he's transporting these guys, not really knowing what he's. I know. I think he feels that there's something dodgy going on. Um, but you know, once it all kicks off, he's you know he takes it upon himself to to step up and lead. So mm-hmm. you've got this band of kind of mercenaries and uh, crooked members of the ship, and also petty thieves. And passengers uh, all banding together to kind of, you know, kind of take on this Leviathan. Yeah. Is it a this, Leviathan? This, this it is a Leviathan. Cr- crustacean. Yes. <laughs> Giant mollusk or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <The> snail. Because <laughs> uh, it's funny because I always thought the creature looked like a dog at one time when it came dog? out. Yeah, he looked like a, he looked like a, yeah. uh, a bulldog. Yeah, you know, it is. It, they should have just kept it to tentacles. I think that. that yeah, was, just, just leave it the way it was. Uh, it's like something a five-year-old to draw on. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, you gotta give much respect to Dean Cundy, who was second uh, director of photography on this one too. Oh, was he really? I didn't yep. pick that up. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, I agree. I agree with you. Finnegan's the best part of this movie, as he says, "The cash is there. We don't care." Um, he loves Joey. I, you know, I thought Joey was an actually okay character too. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but Finnegan is the one who actually pulls this whole thing together. You're rooting for the guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And there's no sexual tension that much between him and, uh, Famke. Uh, Feminique Johansson. <laughs> Feminique Johansson. Famke Janssen. Um, yeah. She looks stunning in this movie. She does. She does. And still does today. You know, she she looks great today. She she's like a what a petty thief or something like that. As yeah, kind of rummaging around, gets caught up in all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, good character. This is a really lavish B movie, isn't it? I think the the budget on it was around about oh no, I did read this the other day, like twenty mil or something it, like it, that. It, yeah, it was. I think it was around about thirty million or something. And it, it but it didn't. It, 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 bombed. it didn't really. Yeah, it, it bombed at the box office, unfortunately. But it has a real cult following. So, I, I mean, I actually have the special edition of this movie, and Dean Cundey is on it, and then, you know, they show different um, uh, computer animations, what they did in order to get the tentacles to come through. It's actually cool. Uh, okay, but your worst character. Oh, Simon Canton. I agree with you. <laughs> and, you know, it's not because of, you know, him, you know, locking up Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was the same guy, isn't it? From, yeah. He actually, this this was after, and he looks younger in this film. So, yeah, you're What's right. What's going on? It's like nearly nine years later, and he looks younger. <laughs> oh, all coiffed and, you know, the white rich. suit and everything, rich and shitting money and all that kind of stuff. Sleazeball. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, it, it's a weird fucking thing to say about this guy because he thinks of this lavish idea of sinking his ship to get the insurance money back yeah. because they forgot to move a decimal point over of how much <laughs> it's going to cost to run this behemoth in this luxury ship. But everyone there has money. You know, yeah. so they're spending money and spending money. But still, he says it costs, you know, millions of dollars to operate this thing. And, you know, the calculations weren't there once I figured it out. And it, and this lavish idea of him shooting missiles from mm. a mercenary group to sink this boat because there's be no proof or no wreckage. Run the fucking thing into a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the simpler idea, isn't it? Yeah, start yeah, a just, fire in the engine room. it or something, yeah. Yeah, you know, throw throw a box, you know, one of those cocktails, Marvel cocktails, at the fucking engine. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a dumb idea, isn't it? To kind of, you know, it's it's like the Armageddon. Hire thing, West Studi and his band of. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Armageddon thing, it's like you know why 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 don't you train astronauts to drill rather than drillers to become astronauts? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, it'd be easier to operate a drill than people drilling operating a spaceship. <laughs> be turning around like airplane two, you know, just yeah. to sit there in the middle of the fucking. <laughs> yeah, but Canton, what a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, okay, your best line. I think it's the interaction between Finnegan and Mason. <laughs> when Finnegan says, like a fine wine, I'm aging gracefully. Thank you. And Mason goes, like a fine wine, my ass. You look more like a keg of beer to me. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of lines. There's lots of chuck away lines in this film. There's, there's you know, it's, it's, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. And that's the main thing. I I love the line of Finnegan where they're trapped mm. in a room. The, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen Deep Rising, check it out. It's a fun waste of time. It is. Mm. Um, but they're trapped in a lot of rooms. I mean, they close a lot of the, these doors and everything. But there's one part where Finnegan says, um, while they're trapped and they hear things around them, and they think they're safe. He said, I once saw an octopus. Uh, he said there was a fish inside a bottle. And the bottle was screwed on tight the lid was screwed on tight and ladies and gentlemen i'm paraphrasing here um i watched that octopus for about three minutes go around and take a look at it and then finally unscrewed the uh the top it went in and ate the fish yeah and that's yeah. that was him just saying we're fucked yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah, gonna no, come it's, in anyway great line that, that, that's, that's a good moment it, what there are some lines that add tension in movies right when you're mm -hmm. stuck in a situation they, you know, let's say like if it's a, a movie. Um, oh, Darren, what's the movie about uh, the plane in the desert with uh, with Attenborough? Oh, and, Flight of the Phoenix. Yeah, Flight of the Phoenix. And there, I know there's a particular line where somebody says, you know, if we run out of water, we're going to be looking like that guy. And he's pointing at the, you know, the dead guy. You know, there's something that adds <laughs> tension. And what, that's why I picked that line about the octopus, because you are stuck. And yeah. even though it can't get to you now, it'll, it'll figure out how to get to you eventually. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, your worst line. I get annoyed with his like. So, you know, what I'm going to say, don't you? I think I think it's my line. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So, so in uh, Night of the Creeps, we have Thrill Me, which mm -hmm. Atkins uses maybe three or four times throughout, and it's fine. Um, but there's an overuse of this 
word of this of this line now what throughout this film now what which is a kind of a sort of Han Solo ripoff or something mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it just gets ridiculous until uh, the, the biggest problem I have with this film is that final scene mm. uh, just before the end credits um, when they're you know on, on this desert island and marooned marooned and you hear this kind of I don't know is it a T-Rex or something like that I don't know it's some sort of creature <laughs> and he fin- finishes the film with now it's horny, it's horny tribal women yeah. Now what? Oh um, yeah, just I think now what was a, a a kind of they tried to give him some sort of trademark line, which kind of for me just grated rather than landed. So yeah, yeah. I can understand it. Yeah, it's it's kind of a dumb ending. Mm. You know, now what? Um, yeah. Actually, it went like, oh, now what? <laughs> it's it's like when you go in and get the mail, there's another bill, and you're like, now what? Yeah. What now? Yeah. Uh, for me, my worst lines cover from Canton. And it bothers me sometimes because all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere being the nice guy, explaining how this thing looks and how big he is. Hmm. You go down to 10,000 feet. Well, you know, there's some things as small as pencils. And then you go down to 20,000 feet. I don't think they, I don't think you go down 20,000 feet, but, you know, just, just humor me. Then you get things the size of Buicks that could eat big sharks and then you go to 30,000 feet well you know you do the math I'm just like you're industrials who built this fucking ship too big you know stuff about sizes <laughs> I mean just because you ordered the egg buffet too big but you're so because you're rich I'm thinking, I, think, I think the point I'm trying to get out there is that because he's rich he knows everything hmm. so why why were you explaining you know, I don't yeah, need an explanation to- about why this is a sea creature Smarmy, slimy individual, isn't he? That's yeah. just kind of yeah. They, they, you know, they're it, just trying to make you hate him. I think. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would have been easier if maybe um, Finnegan would have said, you know, I encounter creatures like this washing up on shores now and then. Never something this big, something like that. Yeah, like yeah. Go through toilets and pull you through while you're taking a <laughs> shit. Maybe that's an episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Deaths on toilets, our Mace, top ten. W- yeah, worst bathroom scenes or something like that. <laughs> that could be fun. We could be onto something there. We still got to do our <laughs> we still got to do our best happy accidents. Um, yes, no, we will do that. We will. Do which, that. ladies and gentlemen, one of them is in here. Um, mm. Your best kill. Um, I, I, I've got a few listed here. Okay, would have visited Asian ladies out on the toilet. Shimon <laughs> um, <laughs> Honsu. Um, with the axe to the head, that's pretty brutal from from Simon Canton. Um, and then the captain's death when he's swallowed whole, and then the claws or teeth kind of encapsulate his head, and and then Wes Doody's kind of prolonged death and failed yeah. suicide or whatever it is 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 quite um, quite nasty too. There's quite a lot. There's some really cool stuff. How about mine? Is Billy? being half digested oh yeah 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 what a terrific it it looks good it looks good it's good it's good he was screaming like that he was looking at his hand and the hand was still deteriorating he's like wow it's kind of a precursor to is that the one with his head kind of yeah yeah it's all melted a bit similar to sort of breaking bad or um yeah or, or Two Face in um, 
Yeah, yeah, with the old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Billy, Billy half digested. Um, hmm. Your weakest kill, probably Mason. Okay, which is you know he's kind of dragged backwards through the water and then sort of detonates that grenade, and, it, and it's a pretty poor effect considering the other effects in the film. Um, it just didn't look too great. Um, so yeah, I'd say Mason. Yeah, for me, it's the chick with the muscles, as she's called. Chick with the muscles. <laughs> she just gets pulled out. We don't even see a tentacle. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. But on the whole, the the um, the, the 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 best kills totally outweigh um, the worst kills. Yeah, and there's yeah. very few in the way of worst kills. They're just you know we're just clutching at straws here, trying to find something to to to, to hack at. But yeah, to fill in our. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst checklist. Yeah, yeah. Um, our our best moment um, for me, I would say it's the first sort of intro of the creature, mm. um, and the sort of dread and the sheer size of it, and the fact that everyone takes their sort of they got like plasma rifles or something. I don't know what they are that they're shooting, yeah. uh, and it, it, it's to to, to just to sound, very little effect right? at all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like something out of Doom or something. Um, yeah, they, they take their plasma rifles to it, and it just has no effect whatsoever. They just continue to shoot it with absolutely zero effect. And I think that kind of, like I say, that dread when you realize how big this thing is, and it's kind of banging holes in the side of the wall and, you know, weaving down. It kind of reminds me, and I know this is before, but uh, Force Awakens, there's a scene in that where Han Solo's being chased by this kind of tentacled creature and it's just crushing everything mm-hmm. um it feels like it was just taken straight out of deep rising it looks like harvey weinstein in a hotel room <laughs> <laughs> bagging reaching out for yeah, reaching out trying to grab everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but yeah i think that's for me that's the best moment is that that when everybody there's a point where everybody's kind of together at that point all this band of misfits pulled together to try and to try and kill this thing and and you you, i think that's the point when you get the captain get swallowed don't you and you get you get an insight into what it's capable of Mm -hmm. um it's yeah it's that's my favorite moment for sure what do you think the set must have been like when they when the monster is revealed at the end what it looks like um all those fake bodies that are sitting in there hmm yeah, I mean, about steam yeah, coming nasty, up, yeah. and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a little still juicy, as they mm. would say. He's still I, juicy. I, I mean, the sh- you know, I put down here as well as you know, it's evident from the moment that this film opens. You know, when the doors crack open on the ship mm-hmm. and they go in, you know, you, you're dealing with something a little more than your average B movie here. It, it is yeah. pretty lavish in parts, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, yeah, I, even though it's kind of probably all filmed in a studio and uh, it, it, it does have scale as huge scale because this ship is just massive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite moment is when uh, Joey is giving Wes Studi the, the gun and he says he's like you know go ahead and kill yourself um, because he feels bad for him even though he's been treating him like shit and he says <laughs> don't, don't, don't say I never gave you anything and he walks away and he tries to shoot Joey and Joey goes you asshole <laughs> and he runs away and he just wasted his last bullet on trying to shoot Joey. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Old Kevin just, O'Connor. Yeah, I laugh at that. I laugh at that part all the time. You asshole. 
<laughs> it's a good film. It is a it good. Is. I, I urge you all to check it out if you haven't seen it before. Deep Rising, great B movie from the early to late nineties, early two thousands. Um, stuff they don't really do this sort of stuff anymore, do they? It's uh, it's it's a shame. It just, it's, it's just fun. It's, it's fun. fun. It doesn't really interest people these days, but. Um, creature features I love a creature feature and that's why I was so kind of pleased when when the likes of Cocaine Bear surfaced earlier this year you know there's a great old creature feature and a similar tone to this film um, Lake Placid is another one yeah they're, um, they're, and, they're, they're making another one um, in the um, I guess an homage of Cocaine Bear called Cracoon Cracoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. There's, there's a lot of those kind of sci-fi channel, you know, sea movies that are coming along that are been on Cocaine Bear, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> I never, I never encountered a raccoon on crack. Let's just say that. <laughs> I met, I, I've actually encountered some on Red Bull and Milky Ways. That's the scary <laughs> enough. Uh, but that's for a later, a later show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, that's the end of uh, Deep Rising, best and worst of. Rest in peace, Treat Williams. You will be missed. You will be, definitely. Right. As always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. See you soon. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.